This uh, is like the third time in a row. It happened. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're going. We're still going. Uh, welcome on in. What's up, people? I know you missed us. It's been about a week, but we got some. Before we get into our intro or whatever, we got some important news to tell you. This will probably be the last episode on a Thursday till further notice. Meaning, me and Jagger and FS Podcast will be recording on Saturday and uploading on Saturday mornings for the rest. Till I guess until time doing. Yeah. Right. For the foreseeable future. Uh so this will be the last Thursday for a bit, and then we'll let you know if there's any more schedule changes or updates that's going on. But right now, that's what's going on. But besides that, um, thank you all for tuning into the FS Podcast. Welcome on in. I was about to say, it sounds like you're ending it. Thank you for tuning on in. All right. Goodbye. See you later. That's <laughs> my uh, the, um, shortest episode. Ever. <laughs> shortest episode. Ever. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome on into the FS Podcast, also known as the Fantasy Sports Podcast. Uh, me and Jagger aren't professionals at this. Okay. We nope. we uh, we've said this many, many times, and we're gonna keep on saying it to our new listeners. We are not ah. professionals at this at all. We're just here to have fun and give you guys advice and hopefully help you guys win leagues and then also you guys are like a rant and a vent all right I, we would love to vent to you guys about something that we don't like that's going on in the league for example if you guys are long-time listeners about my jalen hurts thing you know <laughs> uh, <coughs> i just love talking to you guys about that or just anything like that um, anyways I, i'm talking too much isn't that what you're supposed to do? Okay, well, I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk. <laughs> it is a podcast after all, after all. We're 85 episodes in. I think I'm talking too much. I think I'm talking too <laughs> much. Uh, but yes, uh, today we are doing news in our top 10 running backs for fantasy 2021-2022 season. So it's going into the next season. It's not us saying, hey, this is what our takes were from the last season. It's our takes going into the new season. Um, so that means when we say they're number one, they're going to be number one. No. No, no, no. We hate that <laughs> predictable. Which reminds me, we did have a comment on the last, our top ten list. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so I asked him, I said, you know, how come, why are you asking Hunter Henry's not on there? He's like, oh. Hunter Henry, the tight ends. Tight ends. And he's like, oh, no, I just feel like he should be up there. So there was no confusion that it was last season or anything like oh, okay. that. He just feels like it should be on there. And I said, oh, okay. I was just making sure. But that was all. Uh, but anyways, let us know if you guys think Hunter Henry should be in top 10. Because if you guys skipped the last episode, we did not place Hunter Henry in the top 10. Well, obviously, if you saw if, I, if you saw our Instagram post, you would True. see who, what our top 10 were. And True. like after this episode, you probably I'm going to post it again. And then you're going to see our top 10 running backs. And if you guys got any questions or comments about it, leave another comment or just or DM complaints. us and we can talk about it on the show. It'd be fun, you know, because there's yep. something to talk about. Hi. <laughs> What? No way. <laughs> uh, anyways, so. So, um, off the bat, I don't really think there's any, like, super breaking news other than the Galladay situation, maybe. Oh, one more information. We still don't have a soundboard. Oh, anyways, yes. Moving on. Yes. If you guys have maybe skipped a few episodes since we last had our soundboard, uh, it died. Yeah, basically. R.I.P. We are working on making a new one right now. Uh, hopefully, it should be done, actually, by next Saturday. Ooh. I just need you to email some, me some certain things, and we can get it set up. You got that, people? Email him some stuff. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> News and notes around the league. There's <laughs> your sound. <laughs> I feel like, like it's different, honestly, every episode. It is different every <laughs> it's episode. It's the same. <laughs> so you want to go ahead and start it off? Uh, yes, sure. Why not? So we last left off on the Aaron Rodgers just needing a sign. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's actually done that. I don't know. I think he has. He has. He has. I don't already. think they've like told the details yeah. yet. They haven't came out with like the contract. Mm. Uh, but it says like that he agreed to terms. Yes, I remember that. So anyway, the first news that we have today is that the quarterback Taysom Hill opened camp on the first team offense, which I'm so happy about because I've been saying like Taysom Hill, I feel like is starting week one for the Saints. And on the other side, I think Jameis Winston starting week one. <laughs> okay, All right. I do. I I ain't complaining because uh, I mean, if you're really gonna break it down, Taysom Hill has not started as many yeah. times as a quarterback. I mean, has? when you go like when you go back to the news, like five days ago, James Winston is QB one today during practice. Yeah, so it, it switches back and forth. They you just know? don't know yet. They just don't know yet. And then this other news came about saying Taysom Hill received the first team reps for the second straight day, while James Winston ran the second team. Both players finished five slash six on the day. Their chances of Winston will get first team reps Saturday. And guess what? He did. <laughs> yep. So they're still deciding on who's their number one quarterback, and it's just very questionable. I think we're probably not going to find out at least until pretty much preseason starts. Yeah, I feel like we're not going to find out week one. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I, I, can I, see I that. feel like like oh, I just they're not even going to tell you, and, then, oh, I just and then even then, I feel like they're just going to swap them in and out. Yeah, true. Like they were doing with Drew Brees and Taysom Hill. That's right, huh? Mm-hmm. So also six days ago, going back right after the Taysom Hill news, Travis Kelsey was not practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, are you concerned? I'm not concerned, actually, because Travis Kelsey's just built different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's just built different. <laughs> By week one, he's 100, 100% ready to go, and I'm not worried about anything about him. No, I wouldn't be worried either. But I would be worried about this. Um, and it did impact our list for what we're doing today, is that the Cowboys look to use Tony Pollard more as Ezekiel Elliott does not need to run the ball 25 to 30 times. Mm. So, which is great. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you look at Elliot, Elliot's a great running back. We'll get him to, into more when we go to our to our list. But he's getting to that old age. I think he's uh, like in his thirties. I think now. Yeah, but I don't know if he's you know, like old as dirt. Like, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say he's old as dirt. I mean, no, he's no Joe Flacco. No, he's no like. <laughs> What's that guy's name again that we make fun of all the time? The guy you drafted. Which one? The running back you drafted. This year? Last year. This well, year. We yeah. haven't even started. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, What team? The only league you're in. <laughs> I said what team? Oh. The running back. Oh, Frank Gore. Yeah, thank you. I don't <laughs> know why I forgot his name. He ain't no Frank Gore age, but... <laughs> no, he's not. I don't think he ever will be Frank Gore age. No. But... I'm not – it's just – it is a little bit bad because Zeke was the clear-cut number one yep. workhorse back, so now they are going to have to split. And it's probably going to look more like a Philip Lindsay situation about two years ago where you're splitting carries with um, – Melvin Gordon? I don't know if it was Melvin Gordon. It might, I think Melvin Gordon was last year. But Royce Freeman. He was splitting carries with Royce Freeman about two oh. years ago. And still, Philip Lindsay was doing phenomenal. Are you worried at all with Zeke splitting carries? No. No, I I am not actually. I don't mind. You know, I'm not worried about like, oh, Tony Pollard's gonna take the number one spot. Because Tony, Tony Pollard is solid. He is solid. When but Zeke I just was out last year, he was really good. But I just feel like Zeke is just a number one guy. Like, oh, for sure. Uh, I think he's always consistent, and I think he's just he was just different last year because they lost Dak Prescott, and I think that just affected him a lot more. And I mean, you can compare his stats last season with him being called Butterfingers and all this, having like three fumbles a game. 
but uh, I it, I don't think it's gonna affect him anymore coming into the new season. Like I don't think it's gonna like oh, okay, don't draft this guy because you know he had like three fumbles, Butterfingers. No, 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 no. It's it, it's Elliot, man. Come on, I mean Zeke's I, getting drafted. He's getting drafted. I think he's probably not gonna stay in the round to like maybe round four as the latest he would go. I said round three. I say he's not. I said I say he's not even gonna hit yeah. three. Not even. Not yeah. even gonna hit three. Yeah, Elliot. See, that's what does that tell you guys? He's still a great running back. I mean, he's not even like his draft projection. Projection is just up there, you know. Yep. Uh, anyways, moving on to a new running back. Greg Roman says J.K. Dobbins is making a great progress catching passes out of the backfield. You know what this means? means he can catch. It means he can catch. And if you are in a PPR, meaning half, half PPR or full PPR league, this is great, especially for a running back. Because if you guys all know, PPR stands for points per reception. Whoa, and crazy. if a running back is giving you a reception and extra points, that's golden right there. You know, especially if it's on the Ravens. Because Ravens, like when you think about the Ravens, Lamar Jackson being over there, he, the guy that only throws is Mark Andrews. Yeah. I mean, and you got Hollywood <laughs> Brown over there, but eh, you know. I feel like Hollywood might bounce back a little. I think so, too. But, like, if if, you, if you're telling me that J.K. Dobbins is making a good catch, uh, what is it, pass-catching ability, I'm I'm down for it. You know, yep. that that proves that, you know, Gus Edwards being over there is in effect, you know, taking his number one spot. I'm not worried at all about J.K. Dobbins, honestly. I I'm feel like J.K. Dobbins is still going to be This is just more improving for him right here. It is. So, and then we hit our first. Uh, injury news mm-hmm. with the Colts quarterback, Carson Wentz, now out indefinitely. Six days ago, out indefinitely. Yeah, uh, so I was reading about it, and his something that he is going to go under, he's undergoing foot surgery. Yeah. And now he's going to be out for about maybe six to 12 weeks. If uh, he hops on that, like, right now, I think we'll be solid. Yeah, uh, I think the latest he would be, I mean, the earliest he can be back is probably week six of the regular season or week seven, I believe. Yeah. It just sucks, you know. Well, I'm you're not, not drafting him. Well, yeah, but I'm not saying, like, Carson Wentz is a god. I mean, he's no. not the what? He's not the rookie of the year, Carson Wentz, at all. Even though he didn't win rookie of the year, but still. He uh, was who really was, good. I, th- I don't know why I thought Carson Wentz won one. He didn't win because he wasn't. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was talking more about, like, when you think about it, him being on the Colts, I think that just brings down, like, the Colts wide receivers over there. You know it what does. I mean? I think second-string quarterback for them is Joey Percet, I think. Jacoby? Or no, no. No, because no, I don't think he's on the Colts anymore. No, he got traded. Who was it? It's Mr. No Name. I can't remember who <laughs> it was. We will find out later because if I find out right now, I don't want to lose my spot in the news. Anyways, so... Yes, Carson Wentz is going under surgery, and he's going to be out for at least half of the season, which sucks, but you know what? It's not season-ending, though. It's not season-ending, but I like to say this saying all the time, but unfortunately it is what it is for Carson Wentz. And we're talking about mostly more about the Colts, you know, fantasy outlook on the offensive side, of course, Yeah. later in the episode. So also, uh, Travis Kelsey did make a return a day later. To practice. Mm. I told you, don't worry about it, man. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's Travis Kelsey. He's built different. He is. And then there we go again, hitting the whole Jameis Winston is QB1, and then Taysom Hill's first team. There you yada go. Yada yeah, yada. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick is still in firm belief that Cam Newton is their starting quarterback. Uh, you know what? I can't. I, you just, I don't know what's up with that, man, but you can't argue with him, okay? I'm not no. saying, like, that guy is, like, set in stone like Cam Newton's that guy. 
Cameron's our guy. You He's can't change his. You can't change his mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how the Patriots fans feel like right now. Like, are they, they ain't no happy? Brady. <laughs> Obviously, ain't no Brady. But are they happy to get that their coach is saying this is their man? You know, are the Patriots fans happy knowing that the you know Cam Newton's gonna start off the year with their being their quarterback? Let's hope their man can score. I mean, unless I mean, I know they got Mac Jones over there, but I'm just saying, like, the coach is set in stone on Cam Newton, and there's it nothing is. you can change about that. And then also, um, back to the Colts. I know you were talking about who they have at quarterback now, but they signed Brett Hundley five years or not five years, <laughs> five days ago. Whoa, <laughs> five years ago, damn. <laughs> Brett Hundley has been playing in the league though for at least five years. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. Um. Do you see Brett Hundley getting the starting job there? I do not. No? Mm. Because, hold on. Let me actually look up who is the QB right now. Okay. Um, I really typed in QB. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm weird like that. Because right now, who did they sign, you said? Brett Hundley. They got Jacob Eason over there. Is he listed the one so far? He's he Well, he's a second-string quarterback. And since Carson Wentz is going under surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I know they just signed that dude, but like I feel like the Colts are gonna like be able to surprise and sign some kind of QB. Like whoa, you know? Oh, Michael Vick out of retirement? No whoa. way! <laughs> Philip Lindsay coming back out of retirement? <laughs> I'm not Philip Lindsay. Yeah, Philip, Philip Rivers. Rivers. Uh, anyways, uh, moving on to what's next. I like this one. I want to say it. So I won't sit here and sell Andy Dalton as some treasure at QB position. He's operating way more smoothly and efficiently than anything we saw from him from the Bears QB in the camp last summer. Before you say anything, before you say anything, I said QB and Dalton is moving smoothly and efficiently in the the Bears camp. All right? Mm -hmm. Just hold on a second. Hold your thought. Don't say anything. Okay. If I scroll up just a little bit more on the news, just give me one second. Give me, give me. I saw it. I saw it, and I'm not gonna okay, miss well it. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, Carson Wentz was holding off on foot surgery as of four days ago. Um, the more he holds off, it is not looking too good. That's what I'm saying. He might miss up to like twelve weeks on yeah. or something, depending on what he does with his. And foot also, surgery. the rookie wide receiver on the Eagles, Carson Wentz, old team. Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, is dealing with a knee sprain and is listed as week-to-week already three days ago. That just sucks right there. I was so excited for him. Now he's saying he's He's questionable. week-to-week. Also, too, on the more uh, positive side of injury news, Barkley is making tangible progress with Mm. his injury. Uh, Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. That's not what I was looking for. Maybe okay. Well, anyway, uh, Marquise Brown, as we were talking about earlier with the whole J.K. Dobbins situation, is dealing with a hamstring injury. It turned out worse than originally thought. He has missed three straight practices as of three days ago. Who are we talking about? Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. Oh, that guy? Yeah. That guy? <laughs> that just brings in, like, even, like, the position for Sammy Watkins over there now. Because mm-hmm. they signed Sammy Watkins. If Marquise Brown is dealing with an injury right now, I think it's time for Sammy Watkins to step up. He ain't going to step up as much as Mark Andrew does <laughs> over there mm-hmm. on the passing ability, but I, I mean, catching ability, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so I know you were talking about the potential maybe earliest time of coming back for Carson Wentz. Which is when? Uh, five to 12 weeks mm. after the surgery. So I did say 12 weeks. 
You said six, I think. It was like the earliest. Earliest, yeah. I said it was six, and the latest is probably 12. Yeah, which still, that's a lot of the time. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, I couldn't find it, but I was just saying Justin Fields was great. That was all. He's always doing great. Uh, so moving on to the, actually the other 49ers uh, just concluded a very interesting practice. Trey Lynch showed exactly w- why he was chosen for the number three overall pick, and I can't wait for Trey Lynch for one day in the 2021-2022 <laughs> season start <laughs> as the number one QB, as a starting quarterback for the 49ers. Yep. And it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So. It's, it probably won't happen week one. No. Uh, because they're saying porn star Jimmy G over there is still the number one guy. But it's going to happen for Trey Lance, and I just can't wait. And that's why I feel like Trey Lance and Justin Fields, both of them, are that great last-rounder pick, like that thir- oh, yeah. that 13th round or something like that. They're the players you stash on your bench if you can when do it. When they break out. Because, yeah. like, Justin Fields and Trey Lance both have that. Justin Herbert was the same situation. Justin Herbert was the same way. But, like, Trey Lance and Justin Herbert have that mobility, you know? You mean and Justin Fields? You said Justin Herbert. Oh, Trey and Trey Lance, I mean. Mm-hmm. They have that mobility, you know. They have that quickness, and I feel like if you keep them on the bench, man, they're a huge sleeper, even though they're rookies. You they know? are. And now, of course, you are making the risk that they might not even start. I think that is the poss- worst possible why, outcome. Yeah, is that's that they why don't you start this year. That's why you draft them after you draft out your full team. You yeah. know, you don't just draft them like round one. Justin Fields. All right, here we go. <laughs> Playoff bound. <laughs> Finals. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> So also, oops, did not mean to click on that. Uh, Matthew Stafford out with a thumb issue. I don't know as what's of Monday's up with practice. this. Okay, I don't understand what the Lions did to their past players. You know what? Let me send Matthew Stafford over here to the Rams and let's break his thumb. And let me send Kenny Dolly over here with the Giants and let's like ruin his leg. <laughs> like, what are they doing to their? Uh, you know, past players. Because, you know, yeah, Kenny Galladay saying he's going to be out two to three weeks now. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying that Matthew Stafford has a thumb injury, and so he's missing practice, so he may be out. He may not be there week one, you know. I don't understand what's going on, but I was just really hyped. You know, I was really hyped for Matthew Stafford, knowing now that he probably won't be 100% going into the season. Oh, yeah. Which I want him to. I don't know. There's Speaking of 100%. Uh, Calvin Ridley says that his foot is definitely fixed two days ago. So Which I'm so happy for. That is, because he has a whole lot of upside there without Julio. Ha- he has a lot of workhorsing to do. Heck, he is the horse. Because <laughs> he is the horse. Who else do they have besides Matt Ryan being the QB? Because got Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle still. Pitts. But, he, I mean, he's a rookie, obviously. But and I'm not going to say now that he's Julio. Yeah. But like, and when you, even when you think about like the running game, you got Mike Davis over there. Like, come on now, you're the Mr. only Mr. Eight Points himself. Yeah, Mike Davis over there. I'm surprised he didn't sign any actually running back. You know, I would if, if they had Mike Davis over there, I'd be like, just bring back Todd Gurley, <laughs> <laughs> just bring him back. <laughs> so also, uh, some cowboy news for you Dallas fans. Sorry, Houston. Um, we're going over to Dallas. Still Texas. Um, Dallas says they want to be more conservative with Dak and his timeline. Because if you guys remember, he did go down with a season-ending injury. Obviously. And still, I will say this like I've been saying, the numbers he was putting up pre-injury mm-hmm. were insane. Because he was still the passing yard leader two weeks after, after he was, he was injured. injured. Yeah, yeah. And then Amari Cooper also says he's close to 100%. Which I'm happy for. Do you see Amari starting week one? I do. I do, too. Uh... 
And then I see CD Lamb and Amari Cooper bring a great duo. Not only this, none of the injury. Tyreek Hill is now leading practice with the injured. Uh, uh, Chad Williams, wide receiver. Uh, so Tyreek Hill is now injured too. But I ain't going to be worried too much about that. Like I said, they still got preseasons and more, you know. It, the season doesn't start till the end of August, I believe. Uh, yeah, like or September. Or the beginning of September. Because so we just have preseason. Like yeah, the first so I just find out, though, every week now there's a football game till February. Yep. So we're in that time of year now. And hopefully if Dwayne Johnson brings back the uh, the XFL, we'll have just year-round football. <laughs> oh, sure. Uh, but, yeah, Ty- Tyreek Hill is injured, but I'm not, you know, concerned about it too much. No. Also, two more Marquise Brown injury news. As of two days ago, he's expected to be sidelined a bit, which opens an opportunity for the rookie whiteout, Rashad Bateman, mm-hmm. who there is a little bit of hype for Rashad <coughs> Bateman going into the season. And then I know you were talking about this a little bit earlier, um, joking around that Philip Rivers could be signed, but he came out two days ago saying that uh, he's not shutting the door on returning to the NFL for a late season stint. If a team I think needs he's him. like coaching like high school football at the moment. With what, one of his like 9,000 kids he has? I don't <laughs> remember, but he's like being Riverdale right now. He got to learn the highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of Tyree Kill, just came out eight hours ago. Yeah, I didn't he see is. It. Sorry to cut you off. He uh, said he good. is currently focused on coaching high school football. Yeah, that's how I see. But um, he is still open to play. He is still open. I don't know if he wants to go back from a stadium that booed him off the field. Uh, Tyreek Hill. That, was, uh, that wasn't him. That, that was. Oh, that wasn't him. Andrew Luck. That was Andrew Luck. That's right. Tyreek Hill returns to practice today. See, I told you. Don't have to worry about <laughs> it. He's back. He's like, I don't know what's up with the. K- with like the Chiefs team over there, like I don't know what they give him. Like got Kelsey over there comes down injured. Don't even worry about it. He Next day, he's I'm back. back. Yeah, Tyreek Hill gets injured. Don't even worry about it. Next day, he's back. You know what I'm saying? Also, speaking of coming back, uh, Matthew Stafford did come back as a full participant, full participant in practice yesterday. Oh. Also, too, Nikhil Harry is standing out at Patriot Patriots camp, which is good because if we remember, I think there was rumors that he wanted to trade or they were kind of trading Nikhil Harry. Now, this came out to a while back, and we've been talking about this for a while, and this kind of leans on my fetish about Jalen Hurts <laughs> and Joe Flacco. So, I think it was you. a day ago or two days ago. So, news came out saying that Deshaun Watson, I mean, the the Texans and the Eagles were working on a trade for Deshaun Watson, and it's under works, and it's undergo. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. If Deshaun Watson leaves the Texans... The I'm team's a, dead. It's not only that... They've been murdered. But, like, I wouldn't even care about it. You <laughs> know? Like, I wouldn't... I, I hate to bring this up because we don't really talk about it. Because if the Eagles even sign Deshaun Watson on note and on paper... He's still under suspension, and he has to serve. He has to serve from certain things. You know, yeah. he has to sit on the bench for you know whatever happened. So if the Eagles get Deshaun Watson, it's great, you know, because you know Deshaun Watson is obviously a great quarterback. Yep. Uh, but I don't think they will be able to play him at all this year. Uh, but he will be a good stash for the following year. Yeah. You know. Um, Treat him like a dynasty league. Keep yep. him, stash him. <laughs> Once he's back, then put him back in there. But sure. yeah, so he, the, like. I guess the um, Texans are going on are are undergoing a trade 
with the Eagles for the Sean Watson. Uh, I think that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. And then uh, kind of to wrap up the news, at least for what I have pulled, uh, Kenny Galladay is expected to miss two to three weeks with a minor hamstring pull. Suffered yeah. in practice this week. That's what I said. Earlier. I'm not too worried. I think he'll be that's healthy by September. That's week what I was one. saying. Like, um, he was like th- he was like this last year. I don't know what the Lions did to their past players, but like now Kenny Galladay is out for two to well three weeks. Well, they do like some voodoo magic, so yeah. their players are good, and then when they leave the team, they take off the spell, and then they get hurt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's gone for two to three weeks. He was like that last year when you think about it. Uh, but he no, still showed up pretty good. He showed up great. He destroyed the Cardinals. But the thing is, that brings down his ADP projection because like people don't want to like draft him as wide receiver number one, and he's not going to play the first three weeks. That I mean, he will play. He w- huh? We still got. I I think he will be there week one. I don't think so. I think he will. I think he'll be there week three. So what I'm saying is like once his projection goes down, you can definitely take him as a steal. Oh yeah, hundred percent. That's why I'm drafting him 1.1, very first pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, unfortunately, uh, he will be gone for about two to three weeks. Anyways, moving so on. So I don't think there's really anything else left unless you have something. I don't, actually. I okay, we well, got the look at that. We actually finished the news before a half hour, unlike last episode, where it was like 45 minutes of just straight news. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> missed a lot. We did. We uploaded... We had to cover training, about 10 days. Training camp started, practice started. And, well, and we also uploaded on Tuesday the last time. Yeah. And, and so then we, we recorded on Thursday. And we recorded on Thursday, so we missed a lot. Just like probably this next week is going to be a whole lot of news because we're going to be recording on Saturday. I know. Saturday. So we're going to be ready for that. Maybe we should just dedicate a whole episode <laughs> to just news. <laughs> um. All right. So I guess we get into our top 10 running backs. Yeah. Ooh, before we get into our top Never 10 mind. running backs, just want to say one thing. If you guys... I want to keep up with us and me and Jagger and the FS Podcast in general. Go ahead and just look us up on Instagram if you guys because recently we've been posting a lot on there, like our top ten list and our you know our Instagram posting when the episodes out. If you guys want to follow us, our Instagram is fantasy.sports.podcast. and also we have a Twitter account and it's gonna be f underscore s underscore podcast. Go ahead and give those a follow so you guys can keep up with us, and then I'll explain more. About platforms after our segment. I just want to plug that in, though. <laughs> Anyways, moving Boom, on. Gotcha. Gotcha. Here we go. <laughs> Here's my drums for the news. But we did news, right? Oh, I mean, top ten. <laughs> Why did I say news? <laughs> <laughs> news. Right, so top ten. I said news again. <laughs> if you guys don't know already <laughs> from the last episode, the the... This is how me and Jagger make the process of making our top 10 consistent list. Uh, he makes his top 10 list himself, and I make a top 10 list myself. Oh, that's and then crazy. we come together, and we put it together for one final draft of our top 10 of running backs. And then that's we crazy. say to you guys, and then you guys let us know what you guys think about it. Wow. Uh, sorry, I took a drink of water because I was thirsty. So, do you want to do this how we did last time? We went from 10 to 1, or now do you want to do 1 to 10? Uh, What do you want to do? Let's do 10 again. You want to go 10 up to 1? Why don't we coin a faded, actually? We haven't done one in a while. We did one last episode, but I don't mind. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't mind coin a fading it, though. Alright, so this corn. Heads will go one down and tails will go ten up. I'm gonna like go for the most like bottomest coin. So okay, I actually added some more coins in there. Different. What do we get? 
We got Kentucky, Ooh. 1792, but it's a 2001 corn. I wasn't even born yet. Nope. Uh, anyways, you ready? Yep. So, so what's what? Heads, we go top down. Tails, we go bottom up. Alrighty. Queen of eight. And it's heads. All right. Looks like we're starting at one. We are starting at So everyone one. can click off the episode as soon as we tell you who number one is. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, number one. It's pretty common sense. Just like last episode. Number one of the tight ends, so it's pretty common sense. Just like this. Yeah, so we put Sam Darnold at tight end number. I mean, uh, running back number one. Sam Darnold. That was Frank Gore. Oh, yeah. Frank Gore. My bad. Anyways, uh, number one <laughs> running back for the 2021-2022 fantasy season is gonna be Christian McCaffrey. I don't. You can you can say this and that about him. You can say he has a new quarterback. You can say he played three games last season. You can season. say he played three games last season, but you just know there's just no denying Christian McCaffrey. He's no. a solid running back. He knows how to catch. It's just amazing, you know. When he, he start when he's healthy. At least top five on the week. The only thing I would say about him that I'm sad about personally, and I told you guys this a couple of episodes ago, and I even told Jagger this. Is that he plays on the Panthers? No. Oh. No. <laughs> it's just that I drafted oh, him yeah. last season. This is what I mean. What is Okay, when I told you guys at the beginning of the episode that we liked, I like to use you guys as the venting, all right? So I'm going to vent so to here you we go. right now. All right, this is Weya. Weya Brown, vent to you right now. So I drafted Christian McCaffrey last season as my number one pick. I had the first round draft pick. I was like, all right, cool. Christian McCaffrey, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so, I get to have him on my team. And then he goes down in the first game, and he only plays three games full season. So I fully didn't get to have McCaffrey experience. Okay? You're probably not going to have one this year. And I'm probably not going to have one for the rest of my life. No. And I'm just sad that I didn't get a chance to do that. And now he's going to be back 100% in 2021, 2022 season. And he's going to drop like 35 points on you. And he's going <laughs> to drop a bomb on me yeah. and be like, I didn't get that. I did get that for like three games, but I didn't so get the experience. Is this what everyone else feels like? This is how it feels <laughs> like to be on top. You know, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah, but yes, anyways, Christian McCaffrey is our number one running back for next season. There's no questions about it. You no. shouldn't even question it yourself. He's gone. Pick two. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone pick one half the time. Half the Unless time. you guys do a weird thing where you draft quarterbacks around one. Yeah. You people are weird. Um, But, yeah, Christian McCaffrey has gone round one. Yes. I'll pick one. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, he ain't leaving top five. No, he ain't. No <laughs> way. There's no way he's making it to round two. Again, unless you people are weird and draft quarterbacks in round one. Yeah. Because you're weird. So, uh, moving on to number two spot. Yes, uh, this one is also kind of easy to figure out, and that is good old Dalvin Cook. On I mean, the Vikings. Listen, what Dalvin Cook did last year is really a testament to the Vikings offense because he finished, like I think, number three mm-hmm. or number one maybe running back last year. And then they also had Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson finish top ten. He finished number two, actually. Camaro, yeah. I think Camaro was number That's one. Right. Camaro was one. It's just... I think Dalvin Cook is definitely going to repeat. Maybe not the quite the same stats, mm. but he's definitely going to repeat some really good stat lines. Uh, so, you know, if you had the second pick and people are smart and draft Christian McCaffrey, you can draft mm. Dalvin Cook. 
Tavon Kirk's amazing. He's always consistent. He there's really no downside. There's really he no never downside about it. Down. You don't have to worry about like the QB situation or the running back. Even his own line over there, you don't have to worry about that. Which is amazing because they're the Vikings. They're the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Tavon Kirk, just, he's just like you said a couple episodes ago. I wish I could say it myself, but you still, I don't know if you said this first, but he just cooks defense. Yes. He just Breaks right through them, and that's what gives you those points. And he's not—I don't remember who said it either, but <laughs> you, you said that. I did. Yeah. Um. His passing catch, like his passing catchability, is a okay. It's not the best, you know. But but when he's scoring almost like two touchdowns a game, it don't matter. He's he's like average to make in full PPR. He's average to have twenty points per game. That's just crazy, right there. Um. You know how much Frank Gore's average to make? <laughs> what? I don't know. Probably like three. <laughs> Point three, not just Point three. three. <laughs> uh, but yes, so uh, Davin Cook is our number two running back for the fantasy season. Next, um, this one I actually oh we haven't really been saying our rankings. So I did place Davin Cook at two, Ooh. and I mean we did place da- uh, Christian McCaffrey at one. Yeah. Because hello. I had McCaffrey at one and Davin Cook at three. Yes, I had Cook at two, and I believe Kamara is next, right? Yes. I also had Kamara at three, and where did you have Kamara? I had him at uh, two. Two. The reason I was going to put Kamara, honestly, either two or one, but uh, we don't know who the quarterback is over there in New Orleans. Nolens. Uh, is it famous Jameis Winston? He goes... You don't know. No. Okay, no one knows. I don't even think the coaches know. <laughs> <laughs> this is deciding at last yeah. minute. <laughs> uh, until that situation comes out, I'm honestly going to have to place Alvin Kamara at three. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. It's just, he's a great running back. He's solid. The dude came in number one last year. And when you think about it, he had a situation with the, with the QBs last year when... Uh, Drew Brees was out, and they switched it on Taysom Hill, you know? Yeah. And he still did great. Jameis Winston was still doing good, though. He was still doing great, too. But I I, I don't feel like the quarterback situation will really affect his running game or the amount of touches and carries he's going to get to to this coming season. I think it will affect it a little bit in the sense that it's not the surgical sniper Drew Brees throwing the ball. And instead, it might be... 30 for 30. Because is, is Alvin, Alvin Kamara like a known, well known, yeah. like two, bound, two down back where he catches and carries? Yeah. I mean, he does it all. Included. No, I'm not going to say that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me hold on. Give me one second. I'm not going to like compare his stats or whatever. I just want to see how many targets he got last year. Uh, A lot. He got a total a of. Mm, 107 targets last year. And how many catches? Catches he received, he received 83 of them. That's still really good. He had five receiving touchdowns and 16 rushing touchdowns. That's just crazy. Hey, those five receiving touchdowns are still more than Derrick Henry. Let's say that. Yes, they are 100% more than Derrick Henry, which we'll get into in our pick number four. So does Alvin Kamara even make it out of round one? I mean, no. Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey probably don't even make it to round or pick five. No, I don't see Alvin Kamara making it out of one. If he does, one. absolute steal. 
It's a huge deal. Are you kidding? It's a, that's a major snipe, like what Drew Reese used to do. <laughs> he doesn't do it no more. That steal right there is like if it was the purge. It's like the win of the season right there. Yeah. Like, whoa, round two, Camaro's still on the board. What the heck? Oh, no. Grab him. <laughs> what are you doing? Especially you know? if you're doing a snake and you're like at the 110, yeah. so then you get the 2.1. Oh. If he even gets, if you have the last pick of the draft and he still gets to you in round one, that's a huge steal. Yep. Uh, anyway, so Kamara is our number three spot, and I do agree with you just a little bit about that with the whole QB situation going on. It's going to affect his a little bit. receptions and targets just a little bit, but not too much. I mean, you can't really question his rushing yards. I mean, his rushing attempts when he has 16 rushing touchdowns. No. So even if he doesn't get, like, what, seven, seven receiving touchdowns again? It won't really affect if that dude's running no, it's freaking just, 17 you know, rushing touchdowns. It's just you get those extra points when you are playing PPR. Yeah, and standard, he's amazing. Yeah, but standard, if, you, oh, if yeah. you're going in full PPR or half PPR, those still points good. still count, you know, but it still does great. So, uh, uh, moving on? Yeah, moving on to the next running back who doesn't have great passing <laughs> uh, catching ability. I think they did say, though, that he is trying they to work on it. They did say that. They did say he's trying to work on it, but this guy... Who knows? He <laughs> tied for Michael <laughs> Thomas and receiving touchdowns. That's all you got to say. And so did I. <laughs> Let that be known. <laughs> uh, so, our number four spot is going to be Derek Henry on the Titans. Mr. Offensive Player of the Year. Himself. Uh, what else do we got to really say about <laughs> Derek Henry? I mean, Derek Henry doesn't make it past pick five as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> all these top four running backs don't even make it out of round one. No, if they do, again, cosmic. When you steal. look at it too, like Derrick Henry's so average to make at least sixteen points per game in PPR, which is really good. He came in, in the running back number three in PPR last season and number back number one in standard last season. Overall, fourteen in PPR. Uh, the only thing you got to worry about him, like we said, the boat, like the news came out a couple of weeks ago that he was working on it, but his pass catching ability is not that great. Zero. He it's not like Kamara status, you know, no. or even Christian McCaffrey status. Um, just zero touchdowns receiving, but hey, yeah, he still got that award, you know, and he still postered many men <laughs> with yeah, that nasty he has stiff arm. Seventeen rushing touchdowns. He's a monster. He is a huge monster, and that's why he's the offensive player of the year last season, and he was averaging about – he's more of a goal line guy, you know? He averaged yep. 5.36 yards a carry. And Heck, he but when you even go back, like, what was it, like two years ago when he, like, pretty much had his breakout game, right, where he had two 99-yard uh, rushing touchdowns? Yeah, I remember that. That actually. was insane. It was huge, insane. And when you look at the targets from him last year, I know he said he's working on it. And he he was targeted thirty-one times. I mean, and he caught nineteen of them. And not to bash against the quarterback situation, but they got Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball. Yeah, and Ryan Tannehill, I hate. I mean, I'm not trying to bash him either. He's decent, but he's solid. Yeah, I mean, he works for the Titans. Okay, he that's no, all I can say. I'm honestly gonna say this: he is better than Danny Dimes. He is definitely a lot better than Danny Dimes. I just feel like he's in that. Jared Goff and that Matthew Stafford yep. situation where he just can't get his team over the playoffs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's still a solid uh, 
QB for Derrick Henry, like I said, he he got 19 receptions last year. That's 19 extra pockets in your point. If you're point, 19 extra pockets in your point. Let me you let me points in your pocket. Let me rephrase that. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why I switched it up on you guys, but that's 19 extra points in your pocket in full PPR. Extra in your point. I if think we got to use that one from now on. I feel like we we will. I'm never. Gonna I is that almost as good as the 82th episode? No, no, 82th is like... In a status of its own? It's like Hall of Fame worthy, <laughs> you know? This one's just like mediocre, minor stuff. Uh, anyways, so moving on to our number five spot in our PPR. Or this is actually where it started to get a little difficult. Tricky, because we had different... Oh, speaking of Derrick Henry. Oh, yes, I did have Derrick Henry at four. I had him at five for me. So anyways. still pretty close in pretty ranking. Pretty close. Number five is good old Antonio Gibson from the Washington football team. And while I was making this list, he was another one I completely forgot about. Yeah. There's just so much hype about him. And, and it's for good reason. It's good. It's, it's, it's I'm not complaining. Of, I, I want to hop on that hype train, too. I ain't complaining. Give me a ticket, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Antonio <laughs> Gibson is a great running back, and he showed so much last year. Point in case, the Thanksgiving game against Dallas. Yeah. He had, what, three or four rushing touchdowns alone that game? Yeah. I think that's the points. That's all the points they got. Yep. And he was insane. I think I played against him that week. And then, like, when you talk about, like, QB situations for himself, you don't really have to worry about it because he, ha- he had to play with Alex Smith and, like, being the a little bit of Dwayne Haskins, you know? And now he's got Fitzmagic. And then you got Fitzmagic over there. Who, honestly, in my opinion, is a little bit better than Alex Smith. Y'all can throw all the hate you want at me, but at the current moment in time, I really think Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick is a little bit better than Alex Smith last year. Uh, uh, Jagger, I'm going to have to. Agree with you with that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why you said. I don't. Why, of course, he's better than Alex Smith. What the heck? Hey, well, how many comeback players of the year has Fitzmagic gotten? Ooh. If right you really want to look on the other side of the debate. But yeah, but uh, Fitzpatrick now has Terry McLaurin over there. True, and also Fitzpatrick did show up in probably the best drip ever with uh, the yeah. Buccaneers, <laughs> where he just like had his chest hair hanging out. <laughs> like, yeah, I borrowed this from like Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even mine. <laughs> um, speaking of Antonio Gibson, though, he came ranked number thirteen in PPR and twelve in standard. Uh, he's averaged to make at least fourteen points per game next season. He doesn't make a pass round one. He does not make a pass round one either. Uh, the only person you got to worry about over there sharing the backfield with is J.D. McKissick, but still. J.D. McKissick lines up at wide receiver sometimes, though. Yeah. So, mm. then the bit, what I'm trying to say is that they're gonna, they're not going to make it a split backfield with no. J.D. McKissick. And Unless Gibson. Gibson's hurt. Unless he's hurt. Important case that won't happen, but when you think about it, last year was his rookie year. Yeah. Sophomore breakouts have amazing breakout years. But I hate to bring this up. Uh, Saquon had a phenomenal rookie year. Finished number one overall running back. Uh, if you had him his rookie year, he literally probably won the whole league for you. Probably. And then sophomore year rolls around, he gets hurt, he's out for the whole season. He is part of the uh, Glass Lake Committee. Yes. He is uh, definitely one of the <laughs> chair members. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of the rushing game for Antonio Gibson, this dude had 11 rushing touchdowns last year. All right? And he had a total of... 36 receptions in a target 44 times. And that's with Alex Smith, of course. Yep. 
Maybe Fitzpatrick may be a little bit different. Oh, don't forget about Heineken, too. And Heineken over there. Heineken didn't, I don't think, really played, though, until playoff time. No, he, that's yeah. the only time he did play. And he was, I'm sorry, dude, but I really hope Heineken at least plays one snap. I really do. I want that, too. I was so hyped for him. And then they signed Fitzpatrick, which is nothing wrong with that. You no, know, Fitzpatrick is definitely great, holding up. He's a great quarterback, but I was really hoping to look into that, looking for that, too. The rising story of Heineken. Heineken. What's Heineke. his real name? I think it's like Henneke. Henneke or something like that. We just call him Heineken. <laughs> 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 uh, but, yeah, so uh, that's all Antonio Gibson. He is our number five spot. Yes. So moving on down to number six, Sace, if you want to get fancy with it. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, who is also my number six. Uh, I don't think you had him placed at all, did you? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I don't know if you saw this. It was in the news, and I didn't want to mention it. But you know how they have the Madden ratings, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know. They rated Marlon Mack above Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, who is right now listed as the number one running back. Which I, I think, no, actually I heard it. I think I heard something about that earlier today. Yeah. And it's just like, in reality, it's like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's Madden. Madden hasn't been good since, like, the 90s. But, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Jonathan Taylor, again, I moved him up a whole lot on my list due to the Carson Wentz situation. The Carson Wentz injury definitely helps. Because if they're not throwing the ball, heck, they couldn't be running it a whole lot then. Who the heck are they throwing it to? That's all you got to say. T.Y. Hilton, maybe, if he's not hurt on week one. T.Y. Hilton is actually a good wide receiver, too. He is. When he's healthy. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel bad for the Colts fans. Except not when you guys booed uh, Andrew Luck Luck off the field. Yeah, I just feel bad because Carson Wentz going under surgery. He's missed at least six to 12 weeks of his regular season. And he still hasn't actually gone done the surgery yet. He's still postponing it. He hasn't even undergone his surgery yet. And now you got Jonathan Taylor over here now. And you can say T.Y. Hilton is pretty good. Because don't forget, healthy. Right, the Colts did make playoffs. I feel like they make playoffs every year. But that defense, though, last year was yeah. shnikes. It was crazy. It was pretty crazy. Um, So, moving on down, right? Yeah. To number seven? Yeah. Yeah, our number seven running back of the year for next year is going to be a Aaron Jones or Aaron Jones, a member of the Aaron committee in Green Bay. Uh, yes. Um, the reason why he's on number seven is because yes, even though like I know that it's like rumors a long time ago before Aaron Rodgers agreed to turn with the Green Bay Packers, but I would have honestly ranked him lower if we still haven't heard anything from Aaron. But my point is, Aaron Jones is just a great, consistent running back. I know yes. he's on the Green Bay Packers, but like Green Bay Packers, like Green Bay Packers, even without they choke in the NFC play. I mean, mm, I'll move on. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not gonna be like, oh, jeez, what do you have about the Green Bay Packers? <laughs> I don't care, you know. Um, but like, just like Alv- <laughs> I almost said, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones himself, his passing catchability, it's n- uh, I it's, mean, it's there. It's there. I mean, didn't know Alvin Kamara. He finished number five in PPR and number five in standard, and he's averaged to make about 17 points per game in PPR, which is not bad. 
And he, like last year, he was targeted maybe, it may not maybe, he was targeted 63 <laughs> times and caught 47 of them. He had two rushing, I mean, two receiving touchdowns and a total of nine rushing touchdowns last year. So where did you have Aaron Jones? Because I also had him at seven. I think I had him in the seventh. I think this is the one guy we had in the same spot. Well, besides CMC. Oh, he is actually number eight. Oh. Well, I think but the only one we really had was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Aaron Jones, does he make a pass? The fir- I could see him making a pass the first round, honestly. Um, but not that far into the second. No, I I think I would think he'd probably be gone, probably by round halfway one. through the second. Yeah, I. If I you're playing like a ten, twelve man league, that's what I mean by half. Yeah, half. But I think he's I think he's probably gonna be gone wait, round one too. I think so. I think best case scenario though, he does fall to two and he gets picked up at like two point one or two point two. Yeah, something like that. So moving on to numero eight. Oh. Um this one is gonna be David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears. Who I had at number five. Mm-hmm. Um so the reason why uh well I didn't have him at all actually on my list. Uh the only thing I gotta say about him is like the reason why I agreed on him being on number eight is because when you think about his stats last year, meaning the games, the teams like he played against, his, his numbers against the Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, and I believe Buccaneers again. They played Green Bay twice. Yeah, so. he did amazing. You know, and gr- you know the Buccaneers defense last year on it's the running Buc- game a, dude. was crazy. They did not let anybody get past through their own line except David Montgomery. And, and then, sure enough, green, even against Green Bay Packers, he did great. Only thing I got to worry about David Montgomery is, like, he's working on his, what? No, no, no. They said he wants, like, 20 touches a game. Matt Nagy, the coach, says he they can probably get him 20-plus a game. But then also, I'm not saying this is going to affect his running game, but then the, like, Bears also lose, like, three of their main O-linemen are injured. They did draft a few O-linemen, though. They were smart, unlike some teams. Yeah, um, <laughs> which reminds Cardinals. Me, which reminds me, do they draft a defense lineman? The Bears or the Cardinals? Cardinals. Uh, no, I think they're still relying on Isaiah Simmons to break out. Oh, uh, see, um, me the Raiders drafting an old lineman. Ah, uh. yeah, <laughs> yes, the defend. Well, don't you know the Cardinals? They just <laughs> always draft, you know, like wide receivers, just like every year. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, so going back to it, David Montgomery is our number eight spot. I honestly don't see David Montgomery making it past like 2.5. Yeah. Um, if you're lucky. Honestly, realistically, he's probably gone round one. I, I feel like he probably can make it past round one uh, if you pick him up in the second round. But I do agree with you there. He probably won't make it past like. Uh, so in other words, close. no one else draft him in the first round and just let me pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is, I say the latest he can go is just round three. And that's not Ooh. saying like all the way. Not like end of round three. End of round three, just at round three, you know. I think that's the latest he can go. Um, but when you look at David Montgomery last year. He finished like number four or five. It was something insane. Was it? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh yeah, he finished number four in PPR and number six in standard. He's averaged to make at least... 14 points per game in PPR next season. Yep. Uh, when you look at it, he had a total of six rushing touchdowns. My bad. That was 2019. <laughs> he had a total of <laughs> eight year, rushing touchdowns and a total of two receiving touchdowns. He was targeted 68 times and was caught 54 of them. And again, 
Last year it was Nick Foles and Trubisky. Yep. So it may be different this year with them having Justin Fields and Andy Dalton, mostly Justin Fields. I will make the case, though, everyone does talk, even me, about uh, Justin Fields' running ability and how it could detract or take away from David Montgomery. Montgomery. And the simple fact I have to bring up is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, with his running backs, they were still solid, even while Kyler Murray was running. Yeah. So it can be done. I guess it can be done. Um, I mean, to be fair, Kyler Murray's running backs weren't like top five. No, there's no like no. Drake wasn't on there. Even David Johnson wasn't even on there. You know, Kenyon Drake might have been like top five for a week, probably, and then came back down. Uh, but David Montgomery, I think, is still an easy pickup. He's a solid pickup. He's he a, he's a like a safety pickup. Even you know? if he doesn't get twenty plus carries a game, he's still gonna get at least fifteen. Yeah, I don't think David Montgomery. Uh, that's why when I say he's like a safety pickup, like he he's a guy that you can pick up where you're like, oh, is it risky? You know? No, he's not. not. He's a safety pickup, especially if they have Dalton starting because Dalton can't run. Yeah, we saw what happened when Dalton tried running. <laughs> I can you always bring that. Uh, so yeah, so David Montgomery is our number eight spot, and moving on to our number nine spot on our top ten list list. It's going to be good old Nick Chubb from the, um, I don't know why, I, said, um, I almost said Chicago Browns. Was the Chicago it. Browns. It's an upcoming double uh, <laughs> A team. Yeah. <laughs> now, from the Cleveland Browns, Nick Chubb, which signed a contract not too yes. long ago with the Browns I did for like Chubb four years, I think. I think so, yeah. I did place Chubb at 10 on my list. Did you have Chubb on your list? I did actually have Chubb on my list. I believe he was on my number nine spot. Oh. Yes. Uh, no, actually, Chubb is actually my number seven spot. Wow. I didn't even know that. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, so Nick Chubb is our number nine spot in the top ten running backs for this e- s- next fantasy season. Or you gotta give him a minute here. What happened? I said you gotta give yourself a minute there. This next year season. Yes. Yeah, next season. season. Let me just season this. Season. <laughs> I dropped my phone, so give me a second. Anyway, second. Nick Chubb is another safety pickup, I would honestly say. He's a huge safety pickup. Because, keep in mind, though, like, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were, like, neck and neck Last on, year. on finish. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't think that's going to happen again. I feel like Nick Chubb is going to just <laughs> run off to the races, leaving <laughs> in the dust, you know? Uh, but to speaking of me, uh, Nick Chubb, he came in number nine spot in standard last year and number 11 in PPR last year. He's averaged to make at least 16 points per game next year in PPR. Uh, he had a total of, I mean, 12 rushing touchdowns and a total of no receiving touchdowns, so same with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. But he was targeted eight times, I mean, 18 times, and caught 16 of them. Not bad. That's I mean, still a really high percentage. Uh, you know, for not it. a whole lot of passes, and it's though. Baker Mayfield over there, though, you know? True. Baker Mayfield, though, has been on the up and up. Yeah, he was lately. actually coming alive at the end of the season last last year. He was definitely not Oops. rookie season Baker Mayfield. <laughs> no, <laughs> he was not. Uh, but, yes, uh, Nick Chubb is going to be our number nine spot. Like, again, he has he had, like, 12 rushing touchdowns last year, and I feel like he can do that again. I feel like he's going to make about – I feel like he could hit at least 12? I feel like he can make it over 12. Ooh. I think he could probably do like 13 or 14. Like, he's just one, oh. add an extra one on there, you know? Just a little, a little sprinkle, a little season, like I said uh, earlier. Season. Mm. To add to his season stats. <laughs> uh, anyway, so moving on towards our number 10, correct? Yes. Uh, we have Zeke. 
Zeke Elliott, Elliot, Elliot. Mr. Butterfingers himself, I Princess Leia himself. I honestly would have placed Zeke at my 11. Um, I did not have him in 10, but I would have placed him at 11. Zeke was like, I think Zeke was ranked number four for me. It's just that, as we brought up in the news, they're yeah. splitting carries with Tony Pollard. He was ranked number four. If Zeke was not confirmed to be splitting carries with Tony Pollard, Zeke is easily top five. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how much of carries they're going to be splitting with Zeke. We don't know if it's going to be like 50-50. God, I hope not. I don't think so. <laughs> I just feel like... I feel like it'd be like 70-30. I feel like Zeke is still going to... I mean, he is a number Zeke's one running back. Solid. He's solid no matter what, and I don't think you really have to worry Especially about... Especially if Dak is healthy. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like you really don't have to worry about Tony Pollard over there. I mean, obviously, he's going to get some touches too, but like... It's Zeke Elliott, you know? Yep. He's going to be solid. Uh, he's o- I feel like he's always solid besides last year because we lost Dak, you know? I feel like he's always solid every year, and I think he's going to be solid again and continue that this year, and that's why he's, like, our number 10 spot. I mean, I really do think, realistically, he is going to outshine Pollard. Um, so I'm not yeah. saying draft Pollard over Zeke. No. It's just that if you're maybe looking for a double pickup. Double seven. I really hope you wouldn't pick up Tony and Zeke. Because, first off, you shouldn't really be having a whole lot of the same players on the same team. Because <laughs> that bye week's going to kill you. Yeah, a lot. Um, if you're really looking for that, honestly, I'd rather go with Zeke and Dak over Tony Pollard and Zeke. I feel like everybody, like, yeah, why would you go Tony Pollard over, over Zeke? Like, know? unless you're just doing it so, like, if Zeke gets hurt. And you have Pollard already, so no one else can have him. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm still drafting Zeke over Pollard. Uh, Me too. If I can get there. I think probably the latest not gonna happen. Uh, Zeke Elliott can leave is probably round three. Round three? I, I don't even see him making him out of the first round. Uh, yeah. I can see that happening too. I, mm, actually, maybe round two he may go. Or the latest he can go. Yeah, I see start of round two he's gone. Yeah, probably around there. Unless you're drafting quarterbacks around one. That's how much it tells you, like, how much solid of a running back this dude is, you know? And I don't know how much you can point towards the Cowboys' wonderful offensive line because they got one of the best offensive lines in the game. the Cowboys do all the time, every year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they got, like, the most expensive (laughs) offensive line. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know how much you can point towards that because, obviously, we haven't seen Zeke on a bad team, right? No, we haven't Unless you're counting the Cowboys. Unless you can't, well, yeah, because last year they didn't even make it to the playoffs, and this eight happened. And oh yeah, eight and eight. And they lost to the Washington Football Team, who also went eight and eight. And Zeke was like dropping three fumbles or whatever. It was crazy. It was weird. Like they weren't even the Cowboys. He was dropping the ball like it was his mixtape. You know, it was bad when I was feeling bad for the Cowboys. You know, and I don't feel bad for the Cowboys at all. Almost nobody does unless you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was feeling a little bit bad for the Cowboys, like, oh wow, this is really affecting me. This is what sadness feels like for them. Wow, I ain't jealous. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> I'm good. I've had to deal with that for a long time. <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to feel y'all's sadness. Y'all got it. You're good. For your own sadness, man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, that is our top ten. It honestly felt like we went through that a lot quicker than last episode. Yeah, because we had a lot of news, remember? That is true. And also, too, a lot of our list from the last episode, we had most of the same players on our list. Yeah, we did. Because it was tight ends, so it was a lot, a little easier, you know? Because like we said last episode, it was like three Mount Rushmore's of tight ends. Got it. 
Over here, there's like four or five solid ones that I'm not going like to make it out of. Like Mount Rushmore with four people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like the other ones that can never make it out of round one, you know? Nope. So, uh, anything else, I guess, before we end off the show? Uh, about the segment? No, actually. I do not have anything else. Okay, anything else in general, I guess, before we end oh. off the show? Oh, yeah. So, I do want to read a review that we got that I didn't have a chance to read last time. I told you about it, and I read the Did first Did you show review. me this one? I think I did. Uh, it's about like chemistry. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was saying review. that we're the most annoying people ever. Yeah, so I've been saying this. If you guys don't know already, if you guys listen on Apple Podcasts, I'm not saying you have to only listen on it. We're on every platform. You know, Spotify, Google, yep. whatever. We're there everywhere. Find us but Apple Podcasts has this thing where you can go ahead and write a review. And recently we got another review about our podcast. And it says, I enjoyed the thought process of this podcast. Of this podcast, my bad. Podcast. The chemistry of this show is fun and entertaining, and it's another five star review, and we're so grateful for that. So and we will try and tone down the entertainment. And factor. you love you for that. <laughs> if you guys want to write a review too, and maybe it will pop up on the show, we'll read it off. We will re- uh, we will read it for you. Uh, you just go to Apple Podcast and write a review and rate us. And not only that, if you're listening on any other platforms, go ahead and give us a follow. Hit that plus button. If you want to. If you want to. Uh, other than that, I mean, like I said earlier in this episode, if you guys want to keep up with us, you know, our Instagram is fantasy.sports.podcast. Our Twitter account is F underscore S underscore podcast. Took a minute. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was like drinking water and doing this. So I'm like, you know, dry mouth, dry mouth. And it's still hot, you know. <laughs> it's <laughs> never going to get warm. I mean, never gonna get, it's never going to get cold we or cool in Arizona. Feel like like when I look at the other states, like oh summer's almost over. Oh no! Oh, and no. here we're like yes, we got like <laughs> no us. We're like what do you mean? Like summer may be almost over for you guys, but we got like four or five more months of summer left. <laughs> we still got about two more months. October yeah. hits, it starts to cool down here. Not even like the, towards the end of October when it fun. Yeah, Cause I don't uh, remember the last time I was on Halloween and it was cold. You know? No, a lot, most of the time I'm on Halloween. I'm like, <laughs> it's hot. right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, even if you guys want to email us, our email is in the description or the, you know, whatever of this question, podcast. Concern. Question, concerns, any feedback you want to give comment. us, any question, <laughs> stupid comments, we would love to s- read them and uh, maybe give you a shout out depending on what we want to do with it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the fancy sport podcast at gmail.com. It's in the description it's as in well. It's in the description as always. I love saying that. I don't know why. As always as always link in the bio well, as, as always, always thank you so much for listening and i believe we are going to end it off here <laughs> no i don't want you to go well uh you guys are gonna probably have to wait though over a week yes i'm sorry you guys are not gonna hear our beautiful voices update beautiful voices until saturday saturday here arizona time <laughs> which is still saturday in the u.s pacific time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so unfortunately, a new episode won't be out until Saturday, but I would keep, we will actually keep you guys posted on Instagram, meaning keep posting more things and let you guys know, hey, we're still here. Yep. Uh, because then, hey, after we hit next Saturday, you guys only got to wait a week after that. Yeah. Because then we're just boom, 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 boom. boom, boom. Yeah. And I feel like, and depending on what we do, like in our future with the new seasons coming up, we may change the amount of episodes we upload each Maybe. week. Maybe. Depending on how our schedule is, yeah. because we actually have lives. Anyways, yes, <laughs> as of this moment, as <laughs> we have lives, right? Uh, anyways, yeah, like Jack said, I guess we're gonna end it off there. Um, don't wanna have any much else to say besides thanks for tuning in. I mean, no. All right, we're uh, waiting for you guys to leave. Just yeah, guys, turn off the podcast right now. Pause it. Okay, guys.
guys. Peace out. <laughs>